Chapter 2, page 7. A true worshipper presents his spirit, soul and body to God. You received the spirit in you when you were born again. Colossians 2 verse 13 And you, being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, has he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Present your body, renew your mind, soul. Romans 12 verse 1 and 2 I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 23 and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. When Christians hear about presenting your spirit, soul and body in worship or service to the Lord, they think only about avoiding sexual immoralities. Which in part is true, for as we have explained in the Bible studies David's sexual sin exposed and in abecedary of prayer, that sexual immoralities are the ways heathens worship or serve demons. Please read those Bible studies to know the spiritual implications of sexual immoralities. But today many Christians are practicing yoga, acupuncture, eastern meditation, in martial arts and in some of the fitness programs that are offered. They have included yoga postures to relax the body in meditation. Eastern meditation and the meditation in yoga and in martial arts are not the Christian meditation. The Christian meditation tells you to take a scripture and ponder on it which means to weigh in the mind to consider and compare the circumstances or consequences of an event or the importance of the reasons for or against a decision. In Christian meditation you never void your mind. Even in some Bible colleges and lectures on religion in universities, they teach pastors who go to those universities to get training in theology, the Eastern meditation, and ask them to void their mind in meditation. If your pastor is asking you to void your mind in meditation, run away from that church. When you void your mind, a demon enters into your mind. In Christian meditation you use scriptures because it is the sword of the Spirit and the shield of faith, Ephesians 6. That is why the devil wants you to void your mind so that he'll be able to enter into you and possess your soul, which is the seat of the mind, intellect and all your emotions and feelings. Each position in yoga is a prayer position to a God, which is but a demon. 
In acupuncture, they do not put needles on physical nerve points, according to the knowledge of medical doctors in the anatomy of a human body, but they put those needles on spiritual pressure points or acupuncture points, according to the spiritual revelation of Buddha, which is but a demon. So when you go there for acupuncture, you are giving your body to the demon called Buddha to possess your body. They tell you it only causes tiny spots of blood to emerge since the diameters of the needles are very fine. They tell you again, in cases of blood stasis, a state in which the normal flow of a body liquid stops, for example the flow of blood through vessels or of intestinal contents through the digestive tract. The acupuncture practitioner purposely draws out a small quantity of blood with a lancet. This is a therapy that brings an immediate sense of relief to the patient and is not particularly painful. Oh, my friend, you are giving voluntary blood sacrifices to the devil. In yoga, every position you make, you are inviting that demon spirit who is worshipped by that animal posture to come and possess your body. So now you are not only avoiding your mind to allow that demon to enter your soul, but you are also worshipping him with your body. If you call yourself a Christian and you are involved in acupuncture, yoga or any fitness program that incorporates yoga and Eastern meditation, get out of it now. God wants us to be in health, so physical exercise is good. Go to your local gym. But if you want to join any fitness program, just find out about that fitness program first, even on the internet, and if it has yoga or Eastern meditation in it, never join it. Repent of your sin of worshipping other gods with your soul and body, and minister deliverance to yourself by casting those demons out of you. Now, yoga is the physical, mental and spiritual practices or disciplines which originated in ancient India with a view to attain a state of permanent peace. The term yoga means to yoke or union with God. So when you are doing yoga, you are yoked with God or in union with God, but not the Yahweh, our God, but a demon. You are seeking to attain a permanent peace outside Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9 verse 6. Isaiah told us that Jesus, the Anointed One, and the Holy Spirit, His anointing, came into our life to destroy the yoke of the devil. As it is written, It shall come to pass in that day, when you are born again, Jesus has become your Lord and Saviour and his anointing, the Holy Spirit, has moved into you, that his, the devil's burden, shall be taken away from off your shoulder, and his, the devil's yoke, from off your neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing, even the Holy Spirit, Isaiah 10 verse 27. So why would you, as a born-again Christian, want to be yoked with the devil again through yoga? Jesus, our Prince of Peace, promised every born-again Christian, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. 
but you, because your heart is troubled, you are trying to have peace as the world gives it through yoga and Eastern meditation. John 14 verse 27 When you are born again, Paul tells you, the kingdom of God that is in you is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Romans 14 verse 17 but you are trying to achieve that peace and joy through different evil spirits that you worship, through those different animal postures you do in yoga. Jesus tells you, the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, according to Romans 14.17, does not come with observation. Neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Luke 17.20-21 But you are trying to observe Eastern meditation and yoga postures to come to that place of peace and joy by the help of those demons, which will never happen, for there is no peace outside Jesus, the Prince of Peace. God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, which have brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. For us born-again Christians, he is the God who saved us. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. But you, in yoga, you are even using your body, the temple of God, to make postures of animals that represent those gods which are but demons. In voodoo, they make a figurine, which is a statuette that represents a human, deity or animal, of a person that they want to curse or torment using a demon, and they put needles into that figurine of the person. In acupuncture, you are voluntarily giving your body, not your figurine, so that they can put needles into it. You are giving human blood to a demon, which means you are entering into a blood covenant with the demon called Buddha, not the blood of animals like in voodoo, but with human blood, even your own blood. As the Bible tells us in Leviticus 17.11, the life of any being is in the blood, so you have sold your life to the demon Buddha. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Exodus 20.1-5 if you are one of those born-again Christians involved in yoga, acupuncture, eastern meditation, martial art meditation and fitness programs that incorporate yoga and eastern meditation, today is your day to repent and break that yoke of Satan with the devil. Repeat with me from your heart. Let us pray. Father God, I confess my sin of ignorance before you, for I have worshipped other gods with my soul and body in my ignorance, and I entered into a blood covenant with the devil. 
Indeed, you rightly say, your people perish and are destroyed for lack of knowledge, and because they have rejected your knowledge. Hosea 4 verse 6 I am one of your people who lack that knowledge and I worship demons in my ignorance. I ask you to forgive me of my sin of idolatry, which is spiritual adultery. I know that you see my heart, and you are faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. 1 John 1 verse 9 In the name of Jesus I come against that blood covenant that I made in my ignorance with the devil, and I break it in the name of Jesus. I agree and apply the blood of Jesus to cancel that blood covenant with the devil, for the blood of Jesus speaks better things in my life than any human blood that has been shed. Hebrews 12 verse 24 I remove the yoke of the devil over my life and break it. In the name of Jesus, the Anointed One, and His anointing, even the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 10 verse 27 I am loosed from the yoke of the devil and freed from the evil blood covenant for whom Jesus has made me free is free indeed. John 8 verse 36 I overcame by the blood of the Lamb of God, Jesus, and the word of my testimony, even the written word of God, Revelations 12, verse 11. In the name of Jesus, I trample underfoot those yoga spirits and acupuncture spirits and destroy all their powers over my life, and nothing of my past life shall by any means hurt me, Luke 10, verse 19. Father God, thank you for your unconditional love. From this day forward, I choose to present my spirit, soul, and body in worship to you alone. You are a jealous God because you love me and do not want the devil to destroy me in my ignorance. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Chapter 3 What is Worshipping God in Spirit and Truth? You are always in the Spirit when you are born again. Galatians 4 verse 6 And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Romans 8 9 But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man has not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Speak Spirit and truth, and walk in the Spirit and in truth. John six sixty three. It is the Spirit that quickens or makes alive. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are Spirit and they are life. Galatians 5, 16 this I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians 5.25 If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. 2 Corinthians 5.7 For we walk by faith, not by sight. Idos, appearance, the five physical senses, shape, emotion, feeling. 
Walking in the Spirit and in truth is only walking according to the counsel of the written word of God. Act like your elder brother Jesus, who is the firstborn of the new creation. As long as you speak in line with the written word of God, all your words are spirit and life. They encourage people, they set people free and heal the sick. John 14, 6 Jesus says unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. John seventeen sixteen and 17 They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through your truth. Your word is truth. John sixteen thirteen. Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Chapter 4 Be baptized in the Spirit and minister in the Spirit. Luke twenty four forty nine. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry you in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. Acts 1, 4-8 And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which, says he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, wilt you at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. But you shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Sing with understanding, and sing in the Spirit. Pray with understanding, and pray in the Spirit. 1 Corinthians fourteen, fourteen and 15 for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Chapter 5 Always walk in forgiveness and be at peace with people. Matthew eighteen twenty one to 22 Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? Jesus said unto him, I say not unto you until seven times, but until seventy times seven. In other words, Jesus was always saying, You must always forgive people and also forgive yourself. 
Some Christians have been deceived by the devil that they do not need to repent of their sins and confess their sins anymore to God and ask for his forgiveness. Jesus tells us, when you pray, say, Our Father who are in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Luke 11, 2-4 Jesus also gives us the example of what happened to the person who did not forgive his fellow human, though he received the forgiveness of God. If you are a true worshipper of God, you will always forgive people their trespasses against you, because you are moved with compassion like our Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew eighteen twenty three to 35 Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king who would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him who owed him ten thousand talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, his lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife and children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him, and forgave him the debt. But the same servant went out, and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred pence, and he laid hands on him, and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet, and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. And he would not but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he called him, said unto him, O oh, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant, even as I had pity on you? And his Lord was wroth, and delivered him to the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due unto him. So, likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if ye from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. The Christians who do not want to confess their sins and forgive other believers will say, That was before the cross. Jesus is even saying to consider a Christian who refuses to forgive as a heathen. Why? Because he has not understood yet how much God forgave him through the death of Jesus Christ. Now, are all my sins already forgiven, past, present and future? No. The provision for the forgiveness of your sins, past, present and future, has been made by the death of Jesus. Now you need to receive it. And how do you receive it? James tells believers, Confess faults to one another, and pray for one another that you may be healed. 
The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous one avails much. James 5 verse 16 So we are to confess our sins and trespasses to God and also to one another. If we have wronged a person, we are to confess and ask for forgiveness. Emotional healing takes place when we confess our faults to one another. Jesus tells us, If your brother shall trespass against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear you, take one or two more with you, so that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he neglects to hear the church, let him be to you as a heathen and a tax collector. Matthew eighteen fifteen to 17 If a person refuses to admit wrong or to forgive, he simply has an impenitent heart. He does not value what God did to forgive his sins. God gave the life of his son Jesus to forgive his sin, and yet he cannot forgive his fellow human or admit wrong. Paul says, Do you despise the riches of his kindness and the forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the kindness of God leads you to repentance? But according to your hardness and your impenitent heart, do you treasure up wrath for yourself in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to each according to his works? Romans 2, 4-6 And sometimes the church will discipline that brother who is impenitent, like they did for the one who was practicing sexual sin in the church of Corinth. But if the brother has genuinely repented, we need to forgive him and to restore him to the fellowship. But if anyone has caused grief, he has not grieved me except in part, so that I do not overbear all of you. This punishment by the majority is enough for such a one, so that on the contrary you should rather forgive and comfort him, lest perhaps such a one should be swallowed up with overwhelming sorrow. So I beseech you to confirm your love towards him. For to this end I also wrote that I might know the proof of you, whether you are obedient in all things. But to whom you forgive anything, I also forgive. For if I forgave anything for your sakes, I forgave it to him in the person of Christ, so that we should not be overreached by Satan, for we are not ignorant of his devices. 2 Corinthians 2, 5-11 to If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1, verse 9 So now you understand that we do not just confess our sins and trespasses to God, but also to the people we have wronged. We should walk in forgiveness because God forgave us a debt that we will never be able to repay. He gave his son Jesus to die for our sins, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour. Romans 6 verse 23 Jesus tells us, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? 
Luke 6, 46. If he is our Lord, then we will forgive our fellow humans, for he commands us to do so. We will humble ourselves under his mighty hand and swallow our pride to accept wrong and confess it to those we have wronged and ask their forgiveness so that there can be an emotional healing.